welcome to the Humble Climb podcast and a big thank you again for tuning into last week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and continue to do all those good things that help us grow. Today, I've got some incredible people in front of me and a story for me that really hits home as to what's important in life. I was fortunate enough to go to school with their late brother and son, Robbie McCarthy. And the whole point of this podcast is to bring real people stories um, coming from real people, not just the surnames. I'd like to introduce Dave and Sal McCarthy. Welcome aboard and welcome to The Humble Climb. Thanks so much for coming through on a Friday afternoon. Cheers for having us, Tim. Absolute, absolute legend. Sal, I know you, Thanks, you're probably first in, first in front of a camera. You're probably getting a bit nervous, I reckon. You're built for it. You're built for it. Well, I, I wanted to bring these guys on and I know we, we were discussing off air, like, is there any structure or anything for today? And normally there is, um, but considering uh, the what we'll talk about, I think it's always good just to, to free will it. Um, for those that don't know, um, Robbie was a, a really good uh, friend of ours here at school and we played footy together at Murrumbina. He was a little local cricket legend as well at Oakley Cricket, Oakley Cricket Club, wasn't it? Club. Yeah, yeah, Oakley Cricket Club legend. And uh, he applied his trade down at DLR Cell Footy Club with me. I think he played DLR. No, he yeah. did play old Coles with me. Yeah, he did. Murrumbina and also then he moved on to Mazinot, I think, from memory. Yeah, Mazinot. Yeah, yeah. So good he was a there. he was a, a really a really good guy other than leaving uh other than going down to Mazinot. Um <laughs> but an amazing, amazing person that unfortunately lost his battle with uh depression. And I guess sadly, even more sadly enough, um that the if these if that wasn't hard enough for these guys, um they're Dave's father and Sal's husband also lost his battle to depression as well. So it's something that hits home for me. For me, these guys are the real goats. Um, and I say that genuinely uh, when they talk about Australians of the year that we've just had for someone uh, that has had two family members um, pass away by those tragic circumstances. I think you guys don't probably give yourselves enough credit. And I mean, I, I see Sal walking down the Oakley Eden Mall a lot, and I've always said if there's somebody that inspires me on a personal basis, and I say it with no word of a lie, it's yourself because you're smiley, you're positive, and um, there's a lot of shit that we're all going through, but you've been through pretty the, the toughest of the toughest, you too. So um, that's the main reason why I wanted to bring you guys on and, and sort of deep dive into a little bit of it without going too crazy, of course. Um, I think we all, the mental health space right now is something that uh, is probably in the best hands it's ever been from a growth point of view. Um, but I, which is amazing because I don't think it has, it's, it is what it was 10 years ago. Um, but I think over to you guys, I mean, uh, realistically, where did it, where did it sort of, uh, how have you guys been able to stay so strong and so humble considering everything that's gone on around you? And for, I think most people around you probably would have chucked in the towel and said, this is getting too hard, gone off a path. Hypothetically, Dave, you know, drugs, <laughs> dry, 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 hypothetically, I mean like, you know. I think with a mum like that, I don't think he's doing anything <laughs> silly, but very easy for someone like Dave that I imagine could have very quickly gone off the drugs path and um, done all the wrong things that life has to offer. And to stay that the way that you guys have, like, how have you done it? <laughs> well, I'm just, I personally just, I'm so honoured that, like, Robert was my son, Dave's brother. He was just an amazing kid. As you would know, you went to school with him. Funny, happy, loved just to make everybody just feel comfortable. And I just think he was awesome. And I'm so proud that he's my son. Like, I could have had a bloody terrible son that was, but he inspired both of us. 
he loved people more than we we do. Yeah. We don't love him as much as he did. Yeah. And um, Tony was the same, just big hearts, big souls, and, you know, absolutely amazing people. How, how young were the kids when Tony um, passed? So, yeah, I was eight. Yeah. So and 2006, I think. So Rob would have been 13. Yeah. And yeah. do you remember – do you remember much about that time? Um, yeah, I do. I was like, uh, like I was pretty mature at that age for an yeah. eight-year-old. Yeah, you think, sort of grew up like ahead of your years. I think so. I think I was sort of forced into it a little bit. Um, yeah. But it was, I understood what was happening, but not fully, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I think um, Rob's certainly hit me harder because yeah. I knew what was going on. Um, I didn't understand dad's struggle at all because I just wasn't aware. So young. I was too young. Like mum obviously wasn't going to be speaking to me about that sort of stuff yeah. at that age. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I think when, when Rob's happened, it was certainly a bigger, not a wake up call, but certainly it hit me certainly harder, I think. Yeah. Um, but I think you speak to it there. Um, like a lot of the reasons why I, I didn't, I straight in the straight and narrow because mum right next to me, um, yeah. great mother. And I don't really consider myself raised by a single mum. We had Steve King came on board quite early and sort of filled that void a little bit. Yeah. Um, which was Imagine. good, but yeah. I was still raised by two parents who love me, um, I find. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I think it just speaks volumes um, because it's <clears throat> uh, a lot of us can quickly go off that that path as to where it's at. Um, you know, I know myself personally, I've had my challenges and it's something that I talk about as an example. Um, you know, oh shit, I wish I didn't do that or I wish I had, could have my time again. Um, and from someone that probably understands the – and, and a big thing of this podcast, I guess, is not doing like too much of a mental health thing because I think there's so many more pe amazing people that are doing it consistently. Um, but for someone that is an example, dealt with uh, or was diagnosed with OCD about nine years ago, it was probably an outside of school, obviously, uh, well after those guys, you, you don't realize probably how important your child developmental years are yeah. until you sort of get to our age now. Um, and Dave can probably attest to that as well. It's so, so important. Um, and that's the thing that people look at, a, I guess, a, a facade of an outside environment. You're like, I don't know how that guy could have done it. You're a young kid, all that type of stuff, had so much going for him, good looking boy, all that, yeah. you know, great footballer. He got, Robbie got so many more touches on the footy field than what I did. <laughs> like he kicked more goals in a game than I kick in yeah, a season. Like, he you tell you all about it. As oh well. yeah. He loved it. <laughs> he had no knees to him. Like, like straight legs. Like, um, and I guess for yourself, Sal, like, how do you keep it together? Like, obviously with, um, with Tony, what happens, um, and you know, eight and 13 year old son, how do you keep it together? Well, I think at the, I think when Tony passed away, I think I was just surviving. I was in survival mode, yeah. trying to get these kids going and just trying my best. And, but they were amazing kids and they both were just good people, both from absolutely fantastic people. So that made it easier. They didn't, you know, I mean, Robert's, then Robert struggled and yeah. And Dave's always been like, he's always been a rock very, like from a young age, you? he's, yeah, for me and for, for rock, for all of us, like yeah. he's always been a rock. So we've been really thankful for that because he's, he kind of kept it together. And I, I always find, um, the, the, the rock of the family sometimes yeah. gets the forgotten. Yes. Sometimes that can be the forgotten one in some ways, um, it's probably just speaking from experience there. <laughs> yeah. so, um, but um, uh, for yourself, Dave, how do you, I mean, it's going to sound like a really wide-ended question, but how do you take care of you? Um, oh, that's a good question. I think I'd certainly had some dark days, um, particularly when Rob passed away. Had a few times where I was drunk and would blow up and punch holes in walls and that sort of stuff. 
Um, but I think I do it, I, I do it for mom a lot, yeah, um, but I yeah. also do it for myself. I just think I'm kind of like, what else am I going to be doing? Like I've got to get on with it, pick myself up on my bootstraps and keep yeah. going. Because I think if I'm not doing that, what am I going to be doing? Like, I love that. Yeah. Obviously, we finished school, and Rob, and you're probably still in. You're, well, you are still in school. When, when, uh, and obviously, you know, everyone goes their own separate way as soon as they finish school. I find anyway. Um, and then a couple of years there, you know, Robbie's creating this great awareness um, through his Facebook, which I still, from time to time, I'll be honest, I find myself watching him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I which well. I yeah, them. yeah, yeah. I, I find them, you know, with the nose thing and uh, the yeah. at the start. Like I, I, I can do that. He got that from yeah, me. Did he? The flair of the nose. We can all do it. I, I, I mean, I, I know, and the way he'd start the video and like just again that typical uh, humor, you know, yeah. that you know he would try and again present to some people, um, which is probably a mask as well in yeah, some ways. Yeah, like you know, you want to try and get a message across, but you want to try and humorize yourself in the same way. Like it's, I found myself watching him quite a bit, and when you know you're seeing on his Facebook the the trajectory of you know I'm bad, you know it's getting bad or it's getting better, and you and it's getting better. There's nothing you want to watch. That's what you want to watch. You don't want to watch it again and again. Um, when that 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 fateful day when it all happens for Robbie, are you still at school? No, I wasn't. I was 21. Oh, you had finished, great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to walk through sort of? Up to you. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. Um, so we had it. There was one day where um, I was sitting at home watching TV downstairs. Um, Rob had been in a bit of a dark place for a, a little bit of time. He was struggling to get out of bed, that sort of stuff. Um, and there was a knock on the door and I went to answer the door and it was the ambulance, like uh, paramedics. And I had no idea what was going on. So I was like, oh, it must be my brother upstairs. I'll come bring you up. Have you place got it upstairs? Yeah. Well, yeah it's good real estate there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got the got them, walked them through. And I opened up the door and mum was um, resuscitating Rob on the ground. And that was obviously shocking for me. Um, I saw that and I like let them in. Walked downstairs, I was in like a state of shock. Walked outside and actually started vomiting outside. And then I was obviously in tears, crying. And um, so we, we went into hospital and he was in a psychiatric ward for a period. Um, and we were got in there seeing him every day pretty much. And he was obviously, um, uh, it was uh, awake and all that during yeah, all so that I, ordeal. I was still not 100% clear of what, I think he had a seizure or something. Yeah, I think he's had a, he he had had a, a seizure. seizure just he pure. Just pure lack of sleep and he couldn't yeah. sleep and he was taking medication and all that sort of stuff. And is that like seizure? Is that can be from a, um, is that from a, uh, like a reaction to. Well, he was, he was coming off his medication. He, he didn't want, off. he didn't want to be on medication. He wanted to, cause he said it, it took away him. Yeah. It, he wasn't him anymore. And he didn't like taking the medication, even though he had to take it, but yeah. he tried to get himself off the medication. So yeah. Yeah. that's so, why he seizured. He had a seizure and then he ended up in, so he's in a psychiatric ward for a period. That was um, tough as well. Yeah, we, traumatic. Yeah, we'd go in and see him. And I remember once we dropped him off some food and that sort of stuff and we dropped him off some cereal, I remember. And I remember like that night when we went home, I was lying in bed and I'm like, oh, like the plastic bag in the cereal box. I'm like, oh, I wonder if like you could he use that to yeah. commit suicide or something. I was just like, it was such a period where I was just so on edge. Yeah, um, And... We kept speaking with psychologists and that sort of stuff um, over a period. And then eventually he was cleared by a psychologist and said, 
he's no longer suicidal. Um, he should be fine to go out. Such a mask that, the, as oh, a patient, you can yeah. put on to the, yeah. to these doctors, Absolutely. isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not an exact science. There's no way the boy could have known exactly. Oh, what was oh going yeah, on. of no, course, yeah. We, no, he was so we don't we not we don't blame him. No, of course, we don't, no. And that's the thing, though. That's the patient. It, you know, you can tell the doctor everything they no, want, so to want to hear. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was a brilliant man. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and then from there, he came home, and I remember as well. We um, we drove him home, and he was in the back seat, and so I was in the front seat. And I remember I had my seatbelt off. And I was like waiting to have to like put my hand back and hold the door or something just in case he was going to like try and jump out the door. Um, and then we got him home and th- for that period I was, I couldn't like, I couldn't sleep pretty much. Yeah. I was just, he was On in the edge. next room. Yeah. I'm like, is it, is he going to do something sort of thing? And then the more we, the more I worried and stuff, the more I could tell it was annoying him. And he would tell me like, just like, let me be sort of thing. Like, just give me my space. Um, I'm fine. I promise I won't do anything. That sort of stuff. Um, and so I sort of like over a period, like over a few days, I'd sort of started to let them my guard and I'm like, okay, he's all right. I got to let me have some time. I can't just sit next to him the whole time sort of thing. Um, and then, so one night one of my mates was having drinks and I went along and then I was there. Mom called me and told me that he'd, um, committed suicide, which was <laughs> obviously shocking call to get. I remember I was on the phone and mum just said, come home. And didn't really tell me what was going on. And I was just like, is, he, is Rob alive? Like, tell me, is he alive? And then she said no. And I, yeah, ran out and got an Uber home. Mate, I don't know if, uh, I, I just want to absolutely hug you, mate, because um, I absolutely just admire every, oh, this is why I do this. And it's not for, um, I mean, it's, I wish there was, I wish you guys were in here and we'll talk about something else, but. Tell you what, when you got me tearing up, so that's a problem. So, um, but I don't know, I cry pretty easy to be honest. I'm a bitch. <laughs> I'm the same. I cry um, really, man. Sal, for you, like that, I mean, I don't even, a mother's worst nightmare, obviously. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was up with him, kind of sleeping with him. Same thing. He said to me, Mum, just let me go. You know, like I want to, I'm going to be fine. You know, just, you know, I promise you, kind of. And he was sitting there watching the television. He said, I'm going to go to the gym. And I said, Oh, Rob. And he said, I pro- he's, and I thought, you know what, it's probably a good idea for him, you know, to go to the gym because he lo- that's what he loved. He was doing PT at South Pacific in yeah, January from memory. Yeah. He yeah. said, I just want to, you know, I just want to go and I just want to go to the gym. Just, you know, let, and I said, well, all right. I said, but can you ring me, you know? And he goes, yeah, look, I'll ring you. And I said, you know, you promise? And he said, yeah, yeah, I promise. And then, you know, he'd been gone for a while and then I rang. There was nothing. And then I keep ringing and then I'm leaving messages. Rob, if you don't answer my phone, I'm going to actually ring the police because I'm getting really stressed now and I can't, you know, I I just need you to call me. And anyhow, he didn't. And then I rang the police and then the police come around and I just said, oh my God, don't, don't tell me anything. And they said, yeah, he's, he's passed. So it's, um, incredible bravery. And this is exactly why I, um, I, I was so keen to, to, for you guys to share your story because you guys inspire me like every, and I'm sorry to say it, Sal, but I've got to say the word every fucking day you do. <laughs> and, um, obviously the memories are going to be there for a lifelong. Um, and what I see, like I see it now as an example, uh, with Rob's run, that is, yeah, that is, brilliant. that is amazing that you're doing. Um, one thing that I'd like to say, uh, on behalf of myself and Buxton Oakley will put a thousand bucks towards it for this year, oh, um, to right. kick things off. That, so, um, 
you've got that. As whenever the time comes, make sure you hit me up, mate. And um, <laughs> Josh and Cowan, Josh yeah, Cowan, I won't forget. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be putting a thousand bucks towards that um, because uh, it's something that we can do to say thank you for you guys and spreading the message that you're spreading now. Did the did the mental health of Rob start to deteriorate post school, post having a routine, or or was it um, something that he battled with during the secondary years? I think he always. I feel like he always age, battled from a younger yeah. from a young age with um yeah with a mental illness. Like I'd say he had, which I think I've got ADHD and like yeah. OCD, like all of those kind of things that he used to kind of you know like he'd go and try and get help and go and see people and things yeah. and. Yeah, I think yeah, he did need a structure. Sure. Yeah, and he yeah. needed structure, didn't he? He needed he was a routine based person. He needed yeah. very routine. He got lost in fitness, which was yeah. good. Yeah. That was, really he, that, that that was great. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. And and so I guess boiling it down, like was it was it down to depression in the end for him? Was that yeah. what it was? Yeah. And he would always feel like he was letting people down. Like, you know, in the end he He'd would say apologize. he's always saying, Oh, you know, I'm not a good mate to Sam or to Jez or a good brother and <laughs> And he was, they all loved him and stuff, but he used to always think he wasn't, he was. That's what he used to hurt me the most. And he would apologize to me for being a bad brother. And I'm like, mate, don't be It's No, it's, it's almost like the, um, it's, it's, it's the pressure that you put on your, on themselves at that age is just, they've had to climb a mountain. And it's so unfair because there's no, it, I feel like sometimes these things happen to the best people. Um, and that's a problem, you know, and I, I was speaking, uh, and I speak openly when I'm, I'm sort of lucky that, uh, you know, that if I'm having a pretty shit day at the moment, you know, which I've had my fair few lately, um, that I, I've got, you know, a really good support network, but yeah. no one realizes how important your support network is, Absolutely, I think as well. Um, and I guess for you guys sake, like what you guys have, um, what you guys have, have really done and what are you guys are doing and I think the awareness that can be built around this I mean your story is not a story that you chose to be written but it got written for you yeah um and the continuous outlook I mean I remember when I saw you at Christmas time with a box of chockies um <laughs> that, that went down well um but it's just something that I think is just so important to talk about because unfortunately in this world at the moment we are all know of someone yep. that has taken that route Yep. And I'm very much probably of the thing like, fuck that. Like, it's, yeah. And again, sorry, mum, for swearing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I say two things. <laughs> like, fuck, like, it's just, it's not, it's, 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 I know it's, I, I, I always, and maybe you guys are the same, but I, I see these, at these uh, Herald Sun articles that, you know, men are at an all time high touch wood or kids are doing it at 17, 16. And I'm like, like, what, what are we doing? What can we do better to educate people? Yeah. Like, yeah. I just think it's, I just think it's crazy that kids are thinking like themselves at, the, at that age yes. yeah. and, and it's just wrong. And I, I think it's great during the school year because you get so much of a routine, but then it's that after problem. And, you know, I think, and, and Rob never looked like he was a drug taker or anything like that anyway. No, no. Um, oh God, he wouldn't put that in his body. <laughs> no, yeah. He didn't look, he didn't look like, no. no. I mean, you sort of knew, like we sort of lost mates like along the way that, yeah. you know, I guess some people get more experimental than others. Yeah, um, and you know, and it's not something that, you know, some people do it. I've always been of the, I've always been of the opinion that I don't judge those who do. No, um, absolutely. but I, I don't, I, I, if they're frequently users, 
Yeah. Well, it's not someone that I want to have in my inner circle at the same sure. time. Yeah, it's so hard, it's hard I, to be around those sort of people. I reckon yeah. outside of school is when you get it most though. Yeah, like, no, definitely. I don't know. You probably went through it as well. Like that 20s period, you couldn't go down to a party without someone talking about it. Yeah. And, and it doesn't matter which social scene you go to, boys, you know, as hypothetically, it doesn't matter where you're at, it's there. Mm. And it became such a, I think it's become such a problem now. We're seeing it increase yeah. as well. I think I was quite lucky. My group mates are all quite good. Yeah. Um, there was obviously like, there's those kids that start real early. Like, yeah. It's like the 16 year old, 17 year old at yeah. school when you're like, oh, what's going on here sort of thing. But then you're right. Like a few people straight up to school sort of things started getting into it. And then it's, yeah. I remember having my first cigarette at 16. I was pretty wrapped. Oh, I felt like such <laughs> I a wrap. I, I, I had my first cigarette. I've got, I don't, I don't smoke now, but uh, I remember one and that was like, I felt like the biggest rebel at 16 having yeah. my first cigarette. It was actually on Australia. It was actually the day before Australia day. Cause we had a mate of ours birthday and, was, <laughs> and, he, and um, he had turned 17. He was a year old and he's like, Oh mate, one of my mates pulled me a packet of ciggies. You want to, you want to smoke? I'm like, Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I burnt myself turning it on and everything. Does <laughs> mum know about this? Oh yeah. <laughs> I always tell, so my, my mum and I'd probably similar to, to, to you guys from what it reminds me of, my mum knows everything about me, yeah. the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're the same. yeah. Like I, if I've had a, like if, you know what, she knows everything. Like it's probably, even my, my mates take the piss out of me. They're like, mate, you're going to go running your mum. Like yeah, probably. massive mum's boy. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'm like, was it always like, wait? Yeah, always have been. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, well, and Rob too. Like, yeah. Rob yeah. told me too much. I used to think, I don't <laughs> want to know. I really don't want to know. <laughs> and I think that's where they had, obviously having Steve in there as well, who's, you know, got involved. I remember Steve getting involved at our local footy at Murrumbina yeah. and the way that he was doing things. Um, it was amazing to have that as a, as a, as a father figure. Yeah. Um, growing, growing up as well for the boys. Absolutely. Um, yeah. It's just amazing. And I think, as I said, from your guys' point of view, what do you, where do you see, what do you see the biggest issue with mental health is at the moment? Getting, getting them in, getting them help straight away. I mean, you see people that have got um, issues and it's like, oh yeah, you can, um, you know, like in about six weeks time, there'll be an appointment. Yeah. Like they need the help now. I, I can't yeah, yeah, I stress think- it enough that they need the help now. Not, 100%. not in, you know, yeah. two months I think there's ma- massively the stigma. I think like a lot of yeah. people not talking because they think like people, they'll be judged or whatever. Um, Do you think the stigma's changed? It is hundred percent. Yeah. And I think you touched on it earlier. Rob's videos and that sort of stuff was really helping with that in that yeah. space. Um, and I think that's the run we did as well. We we're sort of trying to pick up that torch. I mean, yeah. I myself haven't suffered with mental health issues or anything like that or depression. So it's hard for me to start making videos about my yeah. journey because I essentially don't have one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we thought we'd raise some money, run. So you did 18,000 the first year, is that right? 18,000 and then, and then yeah. 33. 33, So yeah. you've done just shy of 50. Bit yeah. over 50, actually. Bit yeah. 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 There you go. There's Thanks. your maths, man. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I think was, yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. over. Just yeah. over. Yeah, luckily, Jesus. That's a really, uh, even more awkward because we're recording this. <laughs> can we, hey, Braden, can we edit that part? Of it? <laughs> um, yeah, wow. Yeah, right. Yeah. So this year is obviously we're on, we're on again. Yeah, yes. I imagine. Yeah. So, is this becoming a yearly tradition? It is. Yes. Yeah, we're trying to really ramp it up. I mean, the first year, both years, to be honest, we haven't been organising super early. So, when I did get, we'll get on top of it a bit earlier this year and make it a bit bigger. But and it happens when November? No. Yes, yeah, yeah, November. November yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we do it as part of November. November. Yeah. So yeah, we grow the mows, but then we've also added on a sixty k run, which is yeah, I saw which that. Was fun. Yeah, no chance I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, chance. we um, I think I don't know. There was probably five or six of us who did it. You did, um, you did the 60? I did the 60, yeah, yeah. Body, my body's still paying for it, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I've tried to start running again. I've, 
Um, and I've, I get 1K in and my knee blows up. Yeah, um, sorry about that. Yeah, my <laughs> my uh, my preparation was a little bit staggered because I had torn meniscus like yeah, right. a few months before it. So I probably did like six weeks of running before I did the 60K. And that was like the first four weeks or three weeks were like I'd run like 15K a week. So I wasn't doing much. I was doing like a 10K run, a 5K run sort of thing. And then the last two weeks, I'm like, oh, I got to run 60K in three weeks. And I, the furthest I've ever run is 10Ks without stopping. Amazing. So I probably need to do something. <laughs> Sorry, so, my life, man. My body will probably break down. <laughs> it's always been. Yeah. So I did, a, I did like a half marathon three weeks out. And then I did like a 10K run and like a 26K run, I think I did. I went out there trying to run a marathon like two, uh, two weeks before and got 20, probably t- bit 22Ks in or so. And I'm like, nah, I think this is going to do more harm, more harm <laughs> than good, I think. So stopped at 26 there and then uh, didn't run for the last week leading up to it. And then, yeah, rolled up on the day and did the 60, um, which was grueling. I um, I ran with a few blokes who were really good runners, you know, Chopper Hanley. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. like, yeah, him in particular, I was just like, he's doing a, I don't know if you know. He's doing a big 100K run, 100K run, yeah, in Feb. Um and so he, him and another bloke who's called Josh Webster are two like absolute firecrackers when they're running. Both of them are just like so loud. And then we had them both running. And so they were just bouncing off each other. And like, Charlie McGaw. Well, yeah. Charlie McGaw, in terms, yeah. Of, yeah. In terms <laughs> of talking, like these blokes were like, they yeah. just bounce off each other the whole time. So I think early days was really, really good. And they're all, they're all elite runners. So um, early days was really, really good to have them. And then when I started to get later and I was just like, you know, in the hurt locker, these blokes are still bouncing and piping so around. They like remind Amazing. me of like that typical Ned Brockman. It is, yeah. And we like when we were running, we sort of everyone just taps into that. It was that was during that period. He'd done it not that long energy, ago. Yeah. And it's just you sort of think like if this bloke can get up every day and run 100 k's, then surely mm. we can get through this 60 sort of thing. Because he had his um Jack had his fair or chopper. I should I should say he had his fair share of mental health as well. Oh, 100%, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's been out and back that guy. Yeah, and he's. Come out the other side, and he's one of the best blokes you've ever met. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's. I remember he's. Um, I was reading one of his posts, and I was like, uh, "Yeah, wow, okay, God, like amazing, yeah. amazing story." Obviously, of what he's doing now, and yeah. the and what he, the awareness he's creating. So, are you doing this? Are you participating in this run? So, as well? I wanted to. I was fully intending not to do a hundred. I couldn't yeah, do hundred, no but um, I wanted to do a marathon with him. But now my body's just still cooked yeah. from the from the sixty, unfortunately. So, I'm going to try and do ten. But I'm slowly building to it, um, yeah. and we'll see how we go. Well, mate, if you do 10, do another 10 for me, and then, we'll, <laughs> then we'll double the donation and go from there. Um, so we've got a big one, obviously, in November. I reckon, um, I, I think realistically, obviously, we'll be, uh, that'll be a good one for us to for, for us to get behind. And I say it uh, in, with all the intention and the, the seriousness, the, the most seriousness is when that time comes for planning or preparation. And if there is anything that you need from any of, you know, I'm I'm connected, but any contacts or anything like that, um, from our end, please let me know. But yeah. from myself and and the guys up down at Buxton Oakley, I mean, they don't know yet that we're doing a thousand. <laughs> no, but they do. They, they do now. So, um, but it was my full intention that for that. So I'd love yeah. to kick that off for sure when that time's right. So make sure yeah. you let us know. But anything we can do to help, if you want any lamb, uh, any lambs, any anything on the spit, lamb food wise, whatever, all that, mate. Upgrade. I reckon. I reckon. Go from the back. Yeah, yeah. I reckon. I reckon. If you want, we will put a lamb on the. I reckon we put put a, get a bit of a chicken spit going like that. I reckon yeah. the boys will love it as they as they stop running. So take me up on that offer if you wish, mate, and we'll get it happening. Yeah. But, I should um, 
I'll give you um, a link to the Into the Blue one that Chopper and stuff are doing. Yeah. It's in Feb. Let me know. If you want to post it when you do, whenever you 100%. post this, people I'm can donate to that as well. More than happy to. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Please do. I said, I've seen the 100K online. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, man, these folks are crazy. Like, man, I struggle yeah, to write. I think it's him, Charlie McGoran. I think it's Hugh Nicholson. Yeah, right. So yeah. they're going to do 100 each. They're doing 100. Yeah, all of them are doing 100. Yeah. And I think they're having people jump in at certain stages. But I think it's what, it's like the 12th of Feb or something like that. Fuck it out. But yeah, you should see the route. Like they run down to like Edith Vale and then do like a big lap, come back through the city, run like a lap of the tan. Like 100 k's is a long, long way. Isn't it great though? Boy, like guys inspiring guys. Oh, like, it's it massive. Just, it just makes your heart just melt. It's like, changed a lot. It's, it's brilliant. It's changed so much. And I think that's the whole thing with like, that's why I'm a, like I love and I haven't been down in a long time to footy clubs and that, but have that camaraderie, but yeah. you can't beat it. You can't. Yeah, no. And I mean, like, I look at Dave's mates and they are the most unbelievable guys you would ever meet, supportive, just, you know, like, I've never met a bunch of guys like it in my life. It's amazing It's it's amazing to see. And that's what I always find that if you've got that support network that yeah, you can turn to at any time. It's Dimmy. It's everything that's support. I've been support. very lucky. Rob's mates as well. Yeah. 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 Oh, absolutely. They're, yeah. And they're still there. And they're obviously they're still just, all there. Yeah. yeah. They're anything you need, yeah. which is amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Because Robbie, I remember he met a few boys from the Mazinotta. That's why he played footy there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. And I remember. because of the Rileys. Because, um, oh, okay. you know, Peter Riley was like like a yeah. dad. I'm one of, one, I'm one of Jez's groomsmen. Oh, yeah. in next year. So, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Is. I love I love hearing that stuff. That's yeah. and that's what it's all about. I think from I guess our end, and it's always something that we ask every every uh, every guest um, is the, is the humble three. So I'll start off with the 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 first one is um, pop quiz. yeah, like a bit of a pop <laughs> quiz. I mean, some people go for the five or the ten. I just keep it to the three because I think you generally win money off a trifecta. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I think realistically, um, I'll go off the first one, which was realistically, um, if you weren't in your chosen professions, that whatever that was, and you could create a business tomorrow, what business would that be? Do you want to go first, Al? I want to work for him. Yeah. Because yeah. I've got no idea. I'm just going to work for does, him. Does he pay well? Yeah, he would. He would? <laughs> I love it. I love I'm it. I'm just going to go with him. What would you What would you do? Oh, man, it's a good question. I don't know. So make my own business. Hypothetically, you could make your own business tomorrow. No, no Money's, no, money's no, no issue. Oh, okay. Would it, be, would it be something in that mental health space? Yeah, I probably should say something like that, I assume. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind like opening, running a golf course or something. Running a golf course. <laughs> that being said, I did have someone on, uh, uh, Adriana, that I had on the other day, and he's an international sports presenter. You know, he's gone from interviewing you know, bloody Lionel Messi and Jose Romino, all the big stars. And I said, yeah. oh, what do you want to do? Because I'll be a psychologist. I mean, seriously, yeah. of all things, you want to do that. So, um, but yeah, would it be would it be something like that realistically, yeah, or would you I be more of a cafe guy? Oh, I'd, maybe I'd, maybe I'd. You can open two, mate. There you go. Yeah, yeah. maybe I'd start <laughs> like I'd, I'd like to own a golf course. Start okay. there. Yeah, nice. And then yeah. all the money I'm making, then I'd do some charity work. Yeah, and okay. yeah. Well, yeah. You know, he'll be a member of that golf course. Yeah, he'll yeah. buy a team membership. with Fletcher Roberts. He'll, be, he'll love rates. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'll love it. He'll be all for it. He'll he'll he'll, he'll love it. Uh, I guess this one probably doesn't relate as of much, but it might. Um. I normally say other than family, who's the, the the person that inspires you the most to make you the person that you are today. I think in this in this case though, you're probably going to say each other. Definitely, mom for me. Yeah, definitely, Dave. For yeah, me. I, I and I, I and I, I would normally say other than family, but I think realistically in this case, it's probably no other um, people that no. you could really. I have. mean, you've got your friends. Like I've got like Anita and Sue that, and Natasha that I would just think are my like you've got your core. But I forget Robin. Oh, and Robin, <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, okay, saved you there, Rob. You know, like, I mean, there's, you know, there's a, there's, I'm actually really lucky to have quite a big, Amazing. So, yeah, you can't, you know, and Dave's the same, like, 
Yeah, I've just realised I haven't mentioned, <laughs> mentioned my partner Erica this whole time. I know. She's yeah. been an absolute rock for me throughout everything as well. So, and let's yeah. not forget that she's half Greek. She's half Greek, yeah, yeah. and, and yeah, Russian. half Russian as well. <laughs> wow. And beautiful and everything <laughs> like that. Looks like we're coming to a Greek Russian wedding. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be big. It'll stay, be big. Stay tuned. Don't forget. The, don't forget. Don't forget the invite, exactly. mate. And <laughs> <laughs> no, no, a lot of the priests nowadays as well, mate. So we can get your discount there. <laughs> no, that that's good. And the last one, which I think is probably the most fitting thing of all, is that if you could own a well, this goes for both of you as well. Um, if you could own a billboard. And you could write whatever you wanted to write on it. What would it say and why? Jeez, that's a lot. I just have to. I'd have to do something like be kind because you just don't know where people are in their lives, and you know you walk, you just see people, and you just think you just don't know where they are, and just to be kind and don't have a go if they're a bit grumpy or something. You don't know what anyone's going through, so maybe just be kind. I love that. I love that. Yeah, Mum's big on the. Uh, she's got all those like. Um, quotes, quotes, and yes. stuff like that. I could see Sal love would, would have been the love, love. But Sal would have been the type. Laugh, laugh, or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. She's got I, all that sort I of reckon stuff. she would have been also the type, and tell me if I'm wrong, that always told you boys, both of you, you know, make sure you say thank you, please. You oh, know, yeah, massive, yeah. Massive, yeah. A. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I remember that. I'm, I mean, mum, mum said that as well. She said, I tried to listen, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and would be self, would there be something? Yeah, I don't know. Like, Maybe like reach out. Yeah. And have like some, you know, Beyond Blue, that sort of stuff in the, the yeah. bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Guys, I can't, uh, from the bottom of my heart and from everyone here at the team at Humble Climb, I cannot thank you enough for one, being brave enough to to obviously come up and say, just to uh, give an understanding of the type of people that I'm dealing with here. When we spoke on the phone the other day, I said, guys, I'll make sure I'll be, you know, I won't go, you know, I won't be asking anything that's too much. And the response from Sal and Dave was nothing's off limits. Um it's an amazing thing to to hear. It's uh, even more incredible the type of people that they are when they're in front of you. And for me, it makes it even more proud that they're in our local neighbourhood and that I'm not watching somebody on uh, on TV. I actually know these people and they do inspire me and so many others. And I've been saying to, about their story um, to a lot of people and they're like, can't wait to hear it. So you've provided the goods. It's a 10 out of 10. I think it's by far, it's probably going to be a hard one to beat, to be honest with you. Um, it sucks that it's for those reasons, but it's also more importantly, the the inspiration that you guys are giving us and so many others there is through the roof. So I cannot thank you guys enough for coming through and taking your time on a Friday Arvo. And I appreciate David for getting out of the shower early as well for <laughs> us. Um, but Sal, you're a star. You gave birth to two amazing boys. Robbie will be forever with us. And as for Dave, he's, how much better if he's marrying a Greek? So you've clearly I'm done so the right thing. Yeah, you, you've, clearly, you've clearly raised them right. And as for yourself, David, I'm not just saying because you're in front of me, mate, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, mate, I'm trying not to tear up, I'll be honest with you, but uh, an amazing, an amazing brother with a seriously big heart and it's very hard to get through. Your, probably your relationship is probably something that, you know, helps me and my sister be as close as what we are today. So, mate, you got a brother in me for life as well. Anything you guys need at any time, the phone's on, please call, text, put a thousand bucks towards Rob's run. And um, I think as well, let's let's amp it up as well, and let's um, let's try and crack maybe fifty this year. I yeah, hundred percent. I reckon right. that's the goal. Yeah, thanks so much. Thanks, thanks, thanks. absolutely. Stars, I love you, heaps. I'll speak to you too. guys soon. You're a legend. We'll love it. Cheers, and and go through that saying, you know, you know, when you sell, you know who you'll be coming to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you. <laughs> that's a wrap. Legends. Yeah.